0: Dear fellow redeemed, the portion of God's word for our brief consideration tonight is from the fourth reading, Isaiah chapter 9. Thinking back to Christmases of your youth, chances are at some point, or in some way, your Christmas experience was somewhat like mine where on one of those days between Christmas and New Year's, everybody would go to Grandma's house. And you get to Grandma's house, maybe over the woods and through the, through the trees, or maybe not. But you get to Grandma's house, and you're bombarded with all the smells. Whatever it was that she was cooking, whatever that strange smell is that it always smells at Grandma's house, and the people and maybe some family that you hadn't seen in a while. And then after after a meal or after the Christmas candy and the cookies that you have devoured, then you sit down to open gifts, and sure enough, there it is again. A nice package of socks. A nice package of socks. Not quite what a little six-year-old may have been wanting or hoping or even anticipating. After a while I caught on to this that if we went to grandma's house that we would normally get a few pairs of socks and mom and dad caught on to it as well. And they would say things like, well, you know, she's doing something helpful for you and one day you'll appreciate it. But you really need to smile and say thank you. Well I thought I had it all figured out and outsmarted one year. It was probably the year that, um, I don't know, Super NES came out or Playstation 1 or 2. Uh, Certainly not three, four, or five. Whatever they're on right now. And I started dropping casual hints, (laughs) as only like an eight-year-old can. Started dropping casual hints to mom and dad. Well, isn't this isn't this a good idea? I don't know. I don't know. This um, this advertisement just happened to be sitting open on your plate right before supper with something circled in red. You know, very subtle, very subtle even things like well maybe you and grandma can go together cuz once you buy the game system then you need the games to go with it and i thought that maybe for a moment my efforts had worked until we opened gifts at home and i got the start of a tool set and we went to grandma's and i got more socks not what i was hoping for but definitely what I needed. Not what we were hoping for, but definitely what we needed. You think of of Christmas, and this time of year when, when children make their lists, and you think of Christmas, if you were to ask God for something this Christmas, what would it be? Would it be peace on earth, or at the very least peace in our country? And if not in our country, then, then maybe, maybe our community. Maybe, if not in our community, at least in our extended family tree. And if, if not that, just one small gift of peace within my own heart. Peace of mind. And a little bit of rest after what's been going on two years of a convoluted experience for all of us. If you were to ask God for a gift, what would it be? Would it be for that, that one special person to come back and spend one more Christmas? Or for an apparent diagnosis or um, an end of some sort to be reversed? If you were to ask God for a Christmas gift, what would it be? chances are, no matter what it was, you wouldn't be expecting and opening the gift of a baby lying there in the manger. Maybe something more. But this is it. Not what we expected, but certainly what we needed. Because every other pain in life, every other um, uncomfortable situation that we experience, every other bit of distress, and, and even the amplified distress that we see in the media around us, that kind of reverberates down into our very souls. All of that worry and distress and pain. Yeah, there's some sins there, I'm sure but most of it is symptoms. And God didn't give us what we wanted. He gave us what we needed. Because there at the manger, he gave his son the one that we needed in order to be the one who would take away sin, who would solve the problem of sin, not just smooth it over for a time, not just smooth out your life for a time, but the one who would solve the problem completely, By going on from being laid in the manger to being laid on a cross. Exactly as pictured for us up here. And from being laid on that cross to laid in a tomb. Where God doesn't promise to even bring that loved one back for one more Christmas like it used to be. But he promises that those who have fallen asleep in Christ are rejoicing in heaven right now. And he promises that those that you miss will be restored. And he promises the pain that you feel and the injustice that you see in the world around you, all of that will be fixed in its proper time. Because maybe like Grandma's socks, God certainly knows what we want. God certainly knows what we wanted. But at Christmas, he gave us not what we wanted, but what we needed. A reading from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given. The authority to rule will rest on his shoulders. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. There will be no limit to his authority and no end to his peace. He will rule on David's throne and over his kingdom to establish it and to uphold it with justice and with righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this.